Yes, guys, it's the Heart of a Fighter show. We're here, you're here. Welcome in. I'm your coach, Coach Johan. This is the show that we talk everything fitness. Because I've seen plenty in fitness. I've seen people bring beers into the gym and think that's going to be their pre-workout. But this is the show where we answer all of your fitness concerns, motivation, eye candy, uh, gymnastics and calisthenics, toes to bar. We do it all for you because as your coach and a 16-year veteran, I've seen quite a bit. And I want to keep you guys motivated and active inside the gym. And how we do that is we answer those everyday questions that you guys might have had along the way, along your fitness journey. For example, why is it that every single fitness poster you see on Instagram, or for that matter, YouTube, is the same but slightly different? Why do we still see the samey type articles on different Men's health and women's health and fitness magazines. Have we somehow hit some nexus where all the information we can gather about fitness is the same? Why is that? Isn't there anything new to be discovered? Didn't we just figure out how to orange theory ourselves? Didn't we just understand? Well, guys, let's talk about it. Because today I'm going to let you guys know. Why it is all of fitness seems to sound the same over time. The answers, they're not going to surprise you so much. But from my perspective, I can give you a little insight. So, I had a quick conversation while training one of my recent clients. And she was a really athletic woman herself. She had this great, great back (laughs) Um, she was kind of skinny, uh, worked in tech. You couldn't tell that she was athletic until, you know, she picked up her pens and maybe she had like a short sleeve shirt on or something like you'd see muscle. She was, uh, you know, had dark features, very interesting person. And I meet a lot of interesting people, uh, doing my strength training thing here, but with her, apparently she was in marketing. And so one day I got to asking her about the means to market my studio a little bit better. Jumping forward, I'm proud to say that I kind of solved a lot of those issues. I figured out what it is that I can provide people, right? I can brand me. I can brand my expertise. But hey, that's not sexy. Nobody wants to be taught good shit from a quality coach. (laughs) That's not sexy enough. It doesn't sell. And it never even entered my mind. If you guys visit my website, you'll see maybe a remnant of a banner that said, San Jose's most experienced and educated coach. And it's true. I'm probably both of those things combined. I might not be the most experienced or the most educated, but both. I can't think of someone that's been doing it in the city longer. And I thought, hey, that's a great tagline, right? That's how people are going to come see me. They want educated. They want experience combined into one. Come on. I do, right? If I wanted to learn 
and I have wanted to learn from some of the best kickboxing coaches in Northern Cali. I want to know that they've done some shit, that their hands have been bloody, that they've broken a couple bones, that they've had not even necessarily a long career, but a tough career. And that's the truth. I want to know that they've been through some fucking adversity. That'd be nice. I want my coaches calloused. My coaches better look like um, the back of my hands when I was 20 years old. And all I would do is bar workouts, right? Deadlifts, squats, bench press, fucking five times a week. That's how I want my coaches. Long in the tooth. And I thought, hey, that's a good enough platform to differentiate me. But it wasn't. And part of the reason it wasn't had everything to do with being sexy. It's not sexy enough at all. And I told this to her. I say, hey, doesn't someone want that? And she's like, hmm. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) That's it. She She offered me a sympathetic pontification. Hmm. No, no, no. It's okay, buddy. We'll think of something better for you. No, 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 no. You're good. And when she did that, I kind of thought, dang, she's being nice to me. But that's not enough. And this is from a tech marketing perspective. And it immediately got me thinking of three ways Three reasons why I feel that being the same as everyone else in fitness works the most, right? It has everything to do with the sexy shit stands out. It's sexy to work out in a room full of infrared lights that overproduce temperatures in your body that increase to 90 99, 102, you know, degrees inside your body and then do yoga. So you get like an internal core temperature increase without doing anything. That's sexy. That's a great workout. Is it going to help you lose body fat around your belly? Is it going to help you get into better athletic performance so that you can be a stud or a star or a boss bitch on your, on your softball team, on your, on your, maybe you guys go hunting or you're going to be a badass hunter, whatever. No, no, it's not. Right? No, it's not. But it's sexy. And who's not going to want to try it? Right? Yoga's been around for thousands, literally thousands of years. Put the word power in front of it. And you have something sexy. You have eye candy. These ephemeral aspects of fitness have always drawn in the otherwise dispassionate. And so number the number one reason why most of fitness out of three reasons has to stay the same is because the dispassionate, the people who don't give a shit are the ones who are going to be pulled in first. Is that you? Right? Are you on the fringe of not giving a fuck about your health or how to get healthy? Not Not giving a fuck, but are you on the fringe of not knowing what to do? And the next easiest path to victory is to just not try. Well, maybe, maybe the over, t- over the top 
fitness ephemeral trend is for you, isn't it? She stood there going, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to move into a bigger spot. I said, nope. You know, I got a, a nice spot. It's a decent size. Believe it or not, fit good 12 people in here if possible. Got all brick, concrete, rubber floors. It looks pretty. It's good. Why would I move? Don't want to move. Right? We're in the middle of the worst increase in commercial uh, real estate pricing that anybody's ever heard of in the, in the heart and center of the Google-verse right here in San Jose. So those rents are going to stay hella high. Why the hell would I want to move? Nah, not happening. And then she's like, okay, yeah, maybe if there was something that was different. And I, right there, I'm like, man, let's not even continue this shit. Let's just drop the whole thing. <laughs> Which, again, made me think about when I was talking to my old kickboxing coach, right? So as I'm talking to my old coach, he's thinking about how he's going to get more people into his gym. Now, here's the thing about my coach. He's a bad motherfucker. He's a bad motherfucker. And how do you know he's a bad motherfucker? Because his shins look like the door panel of a 1982 Honda Civic complete with discoloration uneven textures and chipped paint like this guy's leg looks like a fucking hungry pit bull came and took a chunk out of it and his toes are you serious with this you can you, you, one look at his legs and you'd be like, man, this dude has been through some. And what it is, is this man was a K1 champion back in the 90s and the 80s. And I said, and he's got a big ass picture of himself in his, wearing his belt. And I'm like, man, that's dope. And anybody who sees it will say, that's amazing. But it ain't trendy, and it sure isn't sexy. I said, hey, man, who's not going to want to train with a former world champion and a legend? You're a legend in the game. And he's like, nobody. He said, nobody. That was like a 100 years ago. No one cares. And I'm thinking, how does – I want that. I want the grizzled veteran as a coach, to me, I find value in it. And so you can see, guys, you can see why my search to differentiate my gym wasn't sexy enough. So what is, right? What is? That's the number one reason. Because on the fringes, if you don't know what you need to do physically to get better, to stay healthier, to stay active... You're going to do anything that comes your way. And the more over the top it sounds, the more likely it is that you're going to go through a harrowing. That harrowing is going to put some callus on your skin, toughen you up a bit. And it's in that whole cycle of pleasure and pain and rising and falling and ebbing and flowing of success and failure of a diet, of a workout plan, 
just the sweat gathering on your brow, the journey, the journey that maybe an ephemeral fitness plan sells you, that becomes the success rather than the result. And it's always been up to me to say that number two reason why everything you see, all the models you see on IG, all the workout plans you see in the magazines, why they all the same? Because it's easy to make them the same. It's easy to make them all look the same when you have people who don't know what the dividing line is. Think about it. Think about how many times you've had people... If you're a doctor... If you're a doctor, right, and someone needs heart surgery, you're a cardiologist, cardiac surgeon, you know exactly what you need to do. You know what a bypass looks like. And it's the same. It's the same across 99% of humans. 99% of people who have a blockage are going to need this type of bypass. And any surgeon is going to get it done. As this is the case, you don't need to guess what the mechanism is for success in getting a bypass. Well, not so much in fitness. What happened a long time ago was one motherfucker came up with the blueprint and everyone else just copied it, right? And so if I figured out, hey, like I know that you're 350 pounds and I've never been more than 140. How do I really know how to help you get through your weight loss? I have to tap into you in a different way. Meanwhile, you open up fitness mags and everything like this. Maybe you find very popular bloggers and they'll say the following. This is the best way to do deficit deadlifts. Deficit deadlifts? How the fuck is that going to help you lose your belly fat? Prevent surgery. Cure your angina. Increase your hip mobility. Well, that actually might increase your hip mobility. But if you have a bunch of chronic problems, doing that canned, platitude, banal workout doesn't get it done. How many times throughout the years can we regurgitate the same type of workout across differing uh, demographics? The answer seems to be quite a bit, doesn't it, guys? Right? If you're, A, dispassionate about it, you're going to listen to whatever comes your way. You're going to listen to the next over-the-top piece of advice. Then, you probably are going to get your advice from someone that doesn't know what they're talking about so much. And I hate to say that because a lot of great coach, there's a lot of great coaches out there, but you know what? This is the only industry, fitness, nutrition, even, especially in Cali, where you can stay employed. You can make money no matter what time of year it is, rain or shine, right? You can be profitable, which just tells me that this shit is saturated as fuck, right? Without going into deep hyperbole by saying, you know, it's this type of people that populate 
the gyms and workout centers and have the, the title of this, that, and the other. No. Instead, let's just keep it 100 with knowing with what it is. It's just overpopulated. It's too saturated. There's too many people out here who are regurgitating something someone else said. All of the Atkins diet is what bodybuilders were doing right before the Atkins diet got made, right? Keto diet is just the Atkins diet. And I could go on and on. But as we begin to regurgitate, there's nothing that irks me more than when I'm watching um, uh, UFC Embedded or UFC Countdown to a fight. And I'm watching the strength coach. Like part of the reason I love that shit, I love those shows other than they're very good and very engaging and very intriguing. And they tell a pretty damn good story, right? Production is real good. Other than that, I watch it for the strength coaching. (laughs) I like to see the fighters uh, get coached. I like to see what they're doing. And I forget exactly who it is now. Um, Yeah, I forget who it was, but their coach opened up with strings of of technical fitness ease technical jargon talked about the lightness in the feet and dorsiflexion and elevating with 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 you know this that many newtons or whatever you know to exaggerate and what was the exercise it was a fucking step up it was basically jazzercise it was a, the fighter, the professional hyper athlete was doing step ups. In essence, this man, this coach, pretty much regurgitated a score or scores of exercises from books, magazines, or whatever over the years, probably from someone else, figured out why they're doing it. And spouted off all the reasons that they're doing it. When at the end of the day, I've had 63-year-old clients that suffer from osteomalacia do the exact same exercise. And it just tells me these guys, mostly guys, don't know what the hell they're talking about. Everything comes out looking the same. Right? And the last reason, guys, that I'm going to explain to you why a lot of these, uh, why your fitness information or even your Instagram models are sending the same messages is because they haven't been to the other side. They haven't been to the other side. And that's unfortunate, right? They'll be the the one-off fitness model that is completely borderline nude in every one of her shots and looks fucking amazing. I'm not complaining, but I look at them. I look at their Twitter handle and it's whatever, whatever Cindy fitness. And I'm like, what? You're a trainer. Really? You're like, no, you're, you're you're in lingerie 98% of your day. You, you have a lace bra on while you're drinking coffee. You're trying to tell me you're a trainer? You're not about this life. What you are about, though, I'm all for. Like, keep doing your thing. But you're not about this fitness. <laughs> not in the way where you can prolesitize it to somebody else. Because they're not going to believe you or listen to you. 
because you haven't been to the other side. I was listening to Joe Rogan interview Steve Maxwell a few years back. Steve Maxwell comes off as a quirky man, but also my hero. And professionally, professionally, this man, I want to get to a stage where I can do what he does. Maybe not at the same velocity, but he literally packs his shit in a van. I don't even think he has a van no more. And don't get me wrong. I'm not a van dude. I don't want the van life. I don't want any of that. But the mobile lives, you know, maybe for a little bit where you go from place to place teaching fitness, doing workshops, that shit sounds, that shit sounds you know, that's Liddy to me. I'm all in. This guy goes from city to city, basically circumnavigates the world almost in a like linear path. If you chart his path and comes back to where he started in America every year, teaching fitness. And one of the things he said is never listen to a trainer that's under 40. And the reason he said it is because they haven't been to the other side. They haven't been injured. They haven't come back from injury. They haven't been knocked on their ass. They haven't had broken bones. They haven't got out of bed aching, been down in the shit, and pulled themselves back together and able to build. If you haven't had that, he implies with that statement, you don't know what it takes to rebuild the psyche, attach that to the physical, and have someone go from there. Because that's the foundation of it, isn't it? It comes from within. But to build that back up into a mobile person, that's what Steve Maxwell was implying. Right, guys? Now, I don't agree with him, but I see what he's saying. Because there's no way, as someone that was bandy and elastic like I was when I was in my 20s, you know, able to, able, able to do, you know, smoke, take hits out the bong repeatedly, repeatedly, nonstop, all night, wake up the next day, cool, eat one time, go work out with a donut and some orange juice in my stomach. You feel me? Get that done, be sore, and still go and go out and party later that night, right? Go to, uh, work out before, do fucking full, uh, 50 yard sprints before a football game, play basketball in my cleats, all of these things in my twenties easily. And now probably not just a matter of if I can or can't, but I just doesn't even sound fun to me to be working out all hard, you know, three, four hours a day. Like I, why I'd rather, (laughs) why? And I say that as someone who requires a lot of volume in order to just maintain my level of fitness, you know, I need a couple cardio days. I need a hard lifting day. I need some drilling, you know, multiple times per week. I need a bike day, maybe a hill day, all in one week, just to maintain my shit and feel great. But I earned that volume. Like I built that up. Guys, if you haven't been there, it's hard to prescribe exercises to someone who has. And I'm not that person that's like, yo, Bill Belichick never played in the NFL. I'm pretty sure he didn't because you see those, you know, 30 for 30 and he's a little guy. I think he may be a DB in high school or college, but he didn't play in the pros. Does that mean he can't coach? Hell no. Nah. Obviously, that's not true. You don't have to have done the profession in order to coach it. You can have the coaching brain. I do believe that. 
But, but, in order for you to make sure that someone gets the most out of their fitness, you have to have been through something. Being through something, it doesn't have to be a badge of honor, but it has to be, you have to have information, nuance. You have to know what it's like on the darkest moment so that someone, you can have somebody know the things they need to try in order to make a comeback. So, you and I both might get tired of seeing the same beautiful models on Instagram and the quote. I love the way nowadays we got the beautiful, most beautiful women on Instagram. Uh, like referencing themselves like creating some distance between the song lyric they put as a caption and and putting that as a reference to themselves like she's she's a bad boss but also caring inside it's like why don't you just re- change your pronoun just put i am a boss bitch somehow it's less effective as a picture especially when you're doing the look away and it's black and white right <laughs> got your yoga pants on it's all good i'm not mad but somehow it's a little less effective in first person (laughs) when they (laughs) somehow the egotism is less attractive it's not a desirable trait in our in our booty models but with the thousand of them that we see like which ones do you guys prefer do you like the quotes do you like the more realistic looking ones this fitness thing has become a marketing industry of marketing, right? It's all about, uh, there's a demand for it, but it's all about feeding these niches, which goes back to what I said about number one, right? If you're super dispassionate about getting into shape and staying in shape, do you want to see people that racially look like you culturally are like you, right? Does it have to be like an end a nine ninety nine per month gym? Does that get you going? Because that is a gimmick too. I see those. Does it have to be an orange theory? Does it have to be a super high-end gym? Does it have to have tinted windows outside? Right? All of those things are the same ploys to get you to work out. It's the same shit. Right? At the end of the day, just going to your local uh, gym right there and, and inquiring about the best coach in the house and getting them to show you how to do it for a while is probably your best bet. And that's always going to be your best bet. But as it is marketed to you guys, it's always like, yo, you need to care. Here's why and here's how to care. Here's how to care. You have to only eat cruciferous vegetables and nightshades or avoid fucking nightshades. But first, define nightshade. Because therein, in the rigor of finding out what the fuck a nightshade is, that's where you're going to lose. That's the work, isn't it? No, it's not. No, it's not. What you guys, instead of all that, need to do, or should do, I think, recovering from injury, boosting your energy levels, learning about your nutrition as a function of your life to fuel your life. Doing something that that same kickboxing coach I said that wasn't so sexy and didn't have the sexy ideas. What he told me a long time ago. I came in 
all all haggard, super low, dragging into the gym, working, working. You know, he kicked my ass and then he put me on the bag. In my mind, I'm thinking, yo, I'm going to do this because someday I'm going to be fighting. But he put me on that bag. I must have been like 25 at the time. Maybe less than that. No, I had to be like 23. And he goes, I remember before I got in there, there was a liquor store near the house. I went into the liquor store. And as you go into the liquor store, you got to wait for the gangbangers to get out. Usually you turn to the left and there it is a shiny countertop where a man takes your orders, quickly fries up one of maybe four Mexican foods where you'll pick it up on the smallest corner of the entire store a few feet away in about five, 10 minutes. Went in there, got a couple tacos, and the meat was delicious. But this is the same spot that you could literally smell the bleach in the back, go to the front and get tacos. And for some reason, my girlfriend at the time, she never ate the food there. But I'm telling you, the meat was delicious. You just got to eat it outside. Nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, I took two tiny tacos, and that was my fuel for a workout with an ex-vice champion of K1. He looked at me and he said, you're eating the live. You, or I said, he said, why did you only, eat that's all you ate? What are you doing? And I go, oh man, I had to, I just came from work. And he goes, you're not eating the work. You're eating the live. And as cheesy and as easy as that sounds, if it ain't easy, it ain't cheesy. As easy as that sounds, he was right. And I'll never forget it. And as corny as that shit sounds, it, it, I don't know why, but it hit me right where it mattered. I'm not here to eat so that I can work more, work harder. I'm living. And the rest of what comes in between living, experiencing, and dying 80 years from now, hopefully, includes work. But it also includes friendship, love, passion. Travel, learning, breathing, and staying active and in the moment as much as I can. Inspiring, motivating, reassuring, these things, being grateful. Work is just a sliver. So guys, take these reasons and understand this. Instead of doing the things you need to do just to get through one part of your workout, do this. Go in, and I've said it before, find the best coach in your nearby gym and ask them what you need to do to get active. Be very specific with what you need because the ones who don't know their shit aren't going to like specificity. You're just going to confuse them. Why you want to do that? Leave them alone. Let them live. But be specific because that's one way you can weed out the, uh, the ephemera slash sexy from the real and the stalwart all right you guys i'm inside the gym so i'm probably gonna take off now but thank you for listening this has been your coach this has been the heart of a fighter coach johan go ahead and look me up johan underdog trans on instagram 
or you can send me an email with questions. I look forward to hearing from you guys. And yes, I'm still building out the webby, the website so that I can make an appointment calendar and reach out to some other fitness geniuses and, uh, get some more fucking talent on the show. Even if it's just like a 10 minute little interview, but I'm looking to do that too. Thanks again to the sponsor and Chicago boutique and guys, I'll talk to you soon. Till then, stay up. Cool.